This episode of The Smoke Pit brought to you by The Nut Ruck by Arbor Arms. The tactical fanny pack for your nuts and your butts. Check it out at arborarms.com. Tell them The Smoke Pit sent you. Welcome to The Smoke Pit. Hey. How you doing, Mike? I'm well, buddy. How you doing? I uh, have got to say that the last few episodes have been kind of heavy, so... Yeah, no, let's let's fucking lighten this shit up. Fuck yeah, man. So, <laughs> first thing that is on the docket mm-hmm. is we want to talk about some of the feedback that we got from our <laughs> last episodes okay. that were super All right. heavy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, the, the interesting thing about that is we want to expand a little bit on something that uh, a lot of people picked up on. In fact, that the uh, when when you post something, you're either subject to ridicule or being scrutinized. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that has inherently kind of made you know Mike and myself, um, you know, other people who kind of are more visible on social media uh, inherently skeptical. A thousand percent, yes. Because if people send you stuff, it's like you're responsible for what you post. And you know, say I you know post a uh, a meme or like a, a fact sheet or something, and it's incorrect. Now I just misled however many tens of thousands of people that see it or hundreds of thousands, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I talk about all the time, like social media isn't real life. It has the word media in it and media is not to be trusted for the most <laughs> part, <laughs> even though we're a part of pop smoke media and we don't want to not be trusted. So uh, actually I always fact check stuff and usually I don't repost stuff people send to me because I don't care. So <laughs> <laughs> No, just the least bit of caring. Yeah, none. No, so like it, inherently like if you post something and you didn't do the research you just posted it out of anger or passion you're responsible for that for that misinformation you actually become part of the problem absolutely 100 percent. so we uh we inherently have to uh, be very cautious with what we post because you know there there is a bit of visibility there and i think that the more people who felt that obligation yeah to to do that would uh i think that would make the world a better place yeah there's i mean there's consequences for your actions in in real life and on social media so i I think it's good that you're speaking to it and i also feel that uh the the you know the old parable that if you uh, correct a, a fool they will hate you but if you correct a wise man they will love you for now that they are more wise oh is that yeah. really a parable did you just make that up no that's that's from the bible uh the what the, god wrote that <laughs> god wrote that <laughs> yeah that's why it's so wise <laughs> so wise <laughs> yeah but you know you, you kind of have to ask yourself do you have a um uh a hesitation to kind of engage something or learn something because you're afraid you might be wrong. And a lot of people don't listen with the intent of understanding. They just listen with the intent of responding. Mm, interesting. They're like a, a horse at the gate. You know, they, they just want to get out and they just want to say what they have to say and fire back. They want to win the argument. They don't want, they don't want to learn. Yeah, no, nobody wants to learn, but everybody wants to teach. So, yeah. And <laughs> that's, Fucking good point, Mike Sensi. Thank you. Thank you. Mike I'm, fucking Sensi. I'm done for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Go out on a high note. That's right. George Costanza. <laughs> I'll be in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the, uh, the also the consequences of being a little bit more uh, visible is that you recently had several articles published about uh, you being a catfish. <laughs> I'm not again. I'm not a catfish. You got to stop doing that. You are from the ris- rivers of the Mississippi. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And if you stick an arm in the water, I will chug on it. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly if you have a little bit of beer on your That's fingers. right. You'll bite right on it. <laughs> <laughs> and so because of that, uh, you know, people feel like you either owe them something or that they know you. Mm-hmm. And it can get a, it can get a little bit more difficult because, you know, we all say shit that's dumb. Yeah, I do it 
almost exclusively yeah <laughs> you know we all bullshit and we all uh you know tell bad jokes uh, yeah sometimes oh. you tell jokes with the intent of just making somebody roll their eyes <laughs> you do that constantly that is constantly. our entire relationship that's kind of my thing i'm like hey mike eat a vegetable and he's like Poof, Poof. yeah my eyes roll and then i pass out because i <laughs> don't eat vegetables <laughs> well i mean also to be fair if you only consume 500 calories a day all through vodka mm. that's why you're in such good shape I'm always ready for a photo shoot. Yeah, your metabolism is on fuego. On fuego. Oh, you're always ready for a photo shoot? Except for when you ask me to do it. <laughs> Except for when you have a hand-tailored Italian suit in your closet it's that I've been nice. asking you to do a photo shoot with. I just, I feel awkward doing a photo shoot by myself. Well, um, would it make you feel more comfortable if you weren't wearing an undershirt? Probably, yeah. The, <laughs> the less clothing I, I have on is the more uh, comfortable I feel doing photo shoots. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen enough of your underwear uh, <laughs> photo shoots to know. <laughs> I should release those pictures. <laughs> I really think you should. I don't know. Just watermark them, please. Nope. They were used to catfish. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I I can't wait to, to see that. Um, it'll probably be posted on the uh, the Espeto Instagram. You'll see Mike Sensi being... Um, being a little hot boy being suave yeah yeah with his sunglasses on his chest hair out that's right i don't well i don't have a lot of chest hair so we might have to photo- all three <laughs> photoshop that in a gaggle of chest hair just a little taco meat at the top <laughs> yeah so always ready for a photo shoot unless <laughs> unless you ask me to do it yeah which i kind of feel like uh that is a bit of your your personality is that uh you are impossibly difficult to work with i am when requested i'm like sean penn <laughs> <laughs> I'm brilliant, but impossible. <laughs> if somebody wants you to do something, then your interest in that thing goes down dramatically. Absolutely. Yeah. When I'm told to do something, my knee-jerk reaction is to not do it and do the opposite of that. And has that always been the case, or is that a more recent uh, maturity thing? I think uh, the older I get, the more cynical I get. So I think yeah. that, I think that's what it is. But I've always been a little stinker at heart. So <laughs> anytime someone wants me to do something, I usually don't do it or I do a poor job. I'm just a bad person. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> Do you feel that you have become more or less cynical uh, since becoming more visual, uh, visible on social media? I mean, on social media, I feel like I've been less cynical, uh, but in real life, I think I've become more cynical. So it's uh, it's quite the Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. So, well, Jekyll and Hyde is just you drunk and sober. <laughs> it's not a magic potion, my friend. It's a Guinness. Whatever. God, I want a Guinness. That sounds, that sounds really good, actually. Yeah, so I I feel like I've become more skeptical Mm -hmm. because there are so many people out there that want to take advantage of other people. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, they just want to get theirs while they can, you know, fuck everyone else. And generally being a kind-hearted person, which I'd like to believe that the majority of our listeners are. Sure. They can uh, relate to this, that it's, it's a different kind of fucking wound when you are legitimately trying to help someone and then and then they fuck you yeah a thousand percent no i like most people uh probably don't know about my personal life but i've aligned myself in the past with people who say they have my best interests in heart and like i i want to help them they want to help me blah blah but it's just being used like that's kind of why i become cynical in my older age because i've just seen too much of it and so now i'm more hesitant to do something uh to help another person not that i don't want to i just know that usually it doesn't end well no, I get that, and it's kind of a different kind of fucking sting because you're like, if I had taken everybody's advice or if I had, you know, trusted my better judgment, then I wouldn't be in the circumstance. Yeah, absolutely, and 
when it comes to stuff like that, usually the gut instinct is this is wrong, this doesn't feel right, but I usually push past that and kind of do what I think I should be doing and what I, instead of what I know I should be doing, which I feel like a lot of people do to kind of protect themselves or to uh, protect the people that they're with. So always trust your gut is the moral of the story. Well, I feel like with the amount of hot wings that you eat, that's usually how your gut feels. This is wrong. I don't like this. Yeah, exactly. I'm usually just on the toilet all <laughs> just, day. Just blowing it up. That's right. But so, you know, you you have that happen. Then you have a, a choice. You know, do you... <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the only one. Um, yeah, you have the choice. Do you become more cynical or do you allow yourself the opportunity to be damaged again? Yeah. No, I think uh, everything kind of does happen for a reason. And there is always room for growth, no matter how painful the situation is or how beneficial, uh, beneficial the situation is. Um, always learn. Uh, always grow. Keep doing the damn thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, uh, again, back to the to the point of what it's like once you have uh, more of a spotlight on you. If you make a bad decision, you'll get hammered more than other people would for that decision. Absolutely, yeah. And if you align yourself with somebody who is a piece of shit and things go sideways, um, particularly if it was someone else who was in the community, mm-hmm. now you know if they're saying things that are false or whatever the case is, you're more likely to have more people come against you. Very true, very true. So the idea of, you know, Dan with... X amount of followers first Dan with like 300 followers. Right, exactly. You know, who is going to who is going to have more stress come of that? Mm-hmm. And so to kind of wake up day in and day out and continue to put yourself out there, uh, be judged by people who, you know, have either hate in their heart from their own secu- insecurities or jealousy or past experience, and you know, have those people just naturally come against you. And then, you know, people who are looking to take advantage, like, it's, uh, I'm not trying to say like, oh, poor me or whatever, because, right, yeah, yeah. you know, I, obviously like if I'm looking for sympathy, I'll go to the two wars I fought, <laughs> but <laughs> fought and won. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I made it. My KD ratio is pretty good. Hey, <laughs> but so like the, the idea that we get these amazing messages of people say that we help them or that, you know, they were thinking about ending it all, but you know, they thought they sought therapy or that, you know, they play our, our uh, podcast at the beginning of meetings and that's motivation. So I wanted to say, you know, thank you to everyone who supported us and really given us a, a reason to continue to push through the uh, the people who just try to shit on everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the best hearts will always show through at the end. So I do appreciate it and thank you. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's get away from that nonsense. <laughs> we 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 said we're not going to make this episode heavy, and now we're just like crying because we're so thankful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just to throw this out there, yeah, pandas. Okay. You know that they have a population problem. They do. They do. Do you think that they would be a little bit more randy if uh, we put some strike force in their bamboo? Listen. Well, okay. They would definitely have more energy to uh, make other pandas, but I don't know (laughs) giving panda strike force is ethical, Um, especially like tampering with their bamboo, which is like their favorite thing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure it would taste good because grape strike force goes good in everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> discount code Smoke Pit hey. at StrikeForce.com. <laughs> no, I just think that maybe those little bastards weren't so lazy. 
I wouldn't have to donate a dollar every time Sarah McLaughlin guilts me into it. She's the worst. <laughs> just the worst. Tired of being guilt tripped out of 99 cents. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a cup of coffee. <laughs> a cup of coffee. Yeah. Where are you paying 99 cents for a cup of coffee? That's my question. All these things are like for less than a cup of coffee. Like what kind of swill are you drinking? Like you need to upgrade your coffee game and then probably you'd be happier and feel less guilty about the panda population. Yeah. I was at the grocery store. Um, goggles face mask hand sanitizer napkin sanitizing wipes all that stuff banana in your butt <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't i paid for that one all right <laughs> and i see a, a sign that's like for a dollar we can provide six meals to um like battered children yeah and my first thought was like why why the fuck can't i make six meals for myself for a dollar i that's kind of how i my budget is anyway so you absolutely can <laughs> if you divide the chicken nuggets up bro i've the seen day. your doordash history you pay 55 dollars for a burrito <laughs> like you're a it, good tipper in my defense taxes yeah, delivery yeah. fee in my defense guacamole that's like 40 bucks right there it's a lot yeah no i i definitely overpay for food uh but <laughs> i if i want to spend 50 bucks on a burrito i feel like i've earned it no, I get that. And so my first thought was like, okay, like, how can I feed myself? And then I was like, wait a second, you're probably like three times the size. Yeah. So it, you'll get two meals for a dollar. That's still a value, though. It takes seven battered children to equal one damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the battered children's shelter that I was in, they would always give us Danables and like little oh, Dunkaroos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gusher snacks yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like, we were easily eating like 10 bucks a day just in snacks. Yeah, that's pretty. Those are pretty a1 snacks actually yeah i know right it's mainstream snacks so like all right little bastard yeah exactly you've been through enough have this dunkaroo you bum <laughs> you piece of shit no one <laughs> loves you that's why you're here <laughs> uh, a little bit of light into my past <laughs> so the uh the other thing that i found out because i did a little bit of research is uh 80 of the world's population uh survives on less than ten dollars u.s a day interesting yeah 80 percent of the world's population hmm because if you think uh, the continent of Africa has like a billion people, right? India and China, that's like a little over two billion combined, mm-hmm. right there. So that's half the world's population, right there. Yeah. And you know those are areas that have um, a fair amount of poverty. And you look at the the rest of Southeast Asia, and so eighty percent of the world's population survives on less than ten dollars uh, U.S. a day. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's interesting. So you're saying Steve Bezos could buy everybody on Earth a Gogurt and really help the world? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If I use Twitter math. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking Twitter math. Yeah. Uh, America's millionaires could give everyone a billion dollars and still have enough left over for a Happy Meal. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Twitter yeah, math. Yeah. Yeah, tr- Twitter math. Math from Twitter. If you disagree with this, you're a piece of shit. That's right. <laughs> Which should be the tagline for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time I wake up and I have more than like five notifications on Twitter, I'm always just like super anxious that yeah. I somehow got canceled <laughs> for something that got misconstrued or blown out of proportion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he left a dangling preposition. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> He's racist. <laughs> dangling prepositions have a deep history. Oh, my God. I'm sure um, Twitter would find something like that. No, so I'm I'm always super worried about that. And that's fair. That's totally fair. Because people, like we said, people online are usually at their worst selves. So anytime you do something that you feel is inherently good or trying to help somebody, there's always at least 20% of the people seeing that saying, no, fuck that. I'm going to make this bad. And I think maybe 30% of it is seeing how people rage on social media. The other 70% of it is anxiety from the military for when you oversleep by five minutes and you have 47 missed calls and yeah. staff and CO kicking down your door. Exactly, yeah. 
No, uh, I'm always ready for somebody to come in my apartment and say you're late. <laughs> How'd you get in here? I think my favorite was is that uh, like a, a PFC came knock on my door and I was a squad leader at this point, mm-hmm. and he's like he's clearly out of breath because he sprinted the whole time of from course. the quad up to the to the barracks. If a and PFC is not running, he's wrong. No, he's fucking wrong. Yeah. Correct yourself. Exactly. And uh, he knocks on the door. He's like, Sergeant, staff sergeant says you're late. And I was like, okay, boo, go away. Yeah, exactly. And so I put on my cover. I walked down. And my lieutenant, my staff sergeant, are like, nice of you to join us, Sergeant Sharp. I'm like, oh, sir, staff sergeant, like, what, what are you talking about? They're like, you're late for formation. And I looked around and I was like, is the CO here? Yeah. And like, no. <laughs> like, has did, did I miss the formation? They're like, no. Yeah. And I was like, how, how, am I, how am I late? And they're like, oh, well, you should be here 15 minutes prior. Uh. And I'm like, the, the formation was at, at 1600. It's like. 17 minutes prior right now <laughs> like i saw I, I came down here with two minutes to spare yeah no but you need 15 minutes to the 15 minutes especially if you're in a, a senior billet so you should have been there three hours prior yeah and then so <laughs> insult to injury the co was half an hour late that of course <laughs> of fucking course yeah and i'm like super glad that i was you know i was here 17 minutes early yeah yeah for formation that was 30 minutes late oh my god just for just yeah exactly just for the co to go okay be good gents i'll see you later yeah more or less yeah more or less (laughs) and then you know the uh the co his job is to you know to stroke you off tell you how great the unit's doing and how proud he is of you and then as soon as he leaves first sergeant's like i don't care what he said everybody's a piece of shit drop blouses yeah (laughs) First Sergeant, don't you have a wife to go home to? I hate her. <laughs> no, she's on this run too. Exactly. Yeah, she's in the back. She's in the back. She got a rucksack on. She's pregnant. <laughs> Wearing his oversized ICB boots. <laughs> I hate her too. Yeah, I'm making her hike with us. Yeah, and it's just like I don't care what the CO said. In my 17 years, I've never seen a worse unit. Oh my god. Yeah, it is true. It is funny that like people who are directly in charge of you, mainly enlisted. Once it comes their time to talk, if they don't decide to piggyback, which they will, yep. if they don't decide to directly piggyback, they'll just tell you how everything they said is wrong and how you all suck. So it is it is a weird humbling experience. Um, I feel like it's not needed sometimes, but uh, that's uh, user preference, I guess. No, I, um, I, I totally can imagine uh, how things would have went if, like, next time you see the CO, he's like, hey, Sergeant Sharp, how you doing? You know, he hands me a $50 bill or whatever officers do. Yeah, just hand out money. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's like, how's it going? I'm just like, sir, I'm, I just have a moral dilemma that I, I need your guidance on. Yeah. And for, for all you young pups out there, asking uh, somebody above you for guidance is the best way to like start a conversation. Because sure. immediately their dick gets hard. Yeah. They, they, I've trained my whole life for this one <laughs> Mentorship. Moment. Absolutely. Yeah. They prepared me for four years <laughs> in ROTC for this moment. They have like their cut list just in the air, <laughs> just <laughs> having lightning strike it. Or if it's chief, they put their. Uh, uh, wait, no, 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 no. Chiefs get cutlasses, right? I believe so. I honestly don't know. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like the the NCOs and the Marines get like the uh, the NCO sword. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they just put the 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 finger guard around their penis and start helicoptering it. <laughs> it's time for mentorship. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually how they they edge the sidewalks. Yep. Is that what that is? I yeah. knew it. I knew. They it. just crab walk sideways while helicoptering, <laughs> and the sword just. You know, real, real nice and clean. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and so I'm like, uh, in this hypothetical scenario, because uh, unlike other podcasts, we don't have to make up 
fucked up scenarios for people to like us. Yeah, other podcasts who we won't name because we're friends with a lot of them. Yeah, most of them. Most of them, and even though they're super nice to us, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, making up stories to seem cool when we can just say, wouldn't this be crazy? Yeah, fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what we're doing. <laughs> no, me either. I was, I was hoping you would take the lead. I was really hoping you would bail us out. <laughs> But you just enabled me. I'm an enabler. It's what I do. (laughs) And then you're like, sir, uh, I just have a lot of um, a lot of anxiety over the fact that you told us one thing and first sergeant told us something else. Yeah. He said that you're a dummy (laughs) and that we're that you don't know what you're talking about because we're a terrible unit. You should just come to him and be like, sir, what does incompetent mean? Because that's what first sergeant said you are. Yeah. (laughs) And then just stare at him. (laughs) And the only thing worse than a bad officer is a bad officer in charge of turds like you. Get on your face. Everybody's so miserable. Now, do you remember the CO and the first sergeant from your very first unit? Uh, yeah. yeah. Who would win in a fist fight? Oh, the first sergeant for sure. Really? For sure, yeah. I I would have to agree with you for my first unit because although my, my CO... You know, he's, he's a very capable guy. And I've never seen um, an out-of-shape Marine officer, particularly infantry. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I saw a major who was a little stocky, mm-hmm. but he was getting med for injuries in combat, so yeah. I won't hold that against that him. That makes sense. But I've, I've never seen a Marine infantry officer that, was, that wasn't like a beast, you know? Yeah, that's true. I agree. But uh, the first sergeant was a career scout sniper <laughs> and probably had him by like 100 pounds. Yeah. Which I don't know how his big ass was crawling around not getting noticed. <laughs> I like to think the enemy is like, is that a sniper? Nah, he's too fast. No, There's no he's way. Too big. They'd never do that. Bro, that's like when I met Marcus Luttrell in the airport. Mm-hmm. Did I tell that story in the podcast? I don't think so. You sent me the picture. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> oh my God, I met Marcus Luttrell. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Google Lone Survivor. Right, exactly. And or just Marky, Marcus Luttrell. <laughs> yeah, and then Marky Mark and the fun- Funky Bunch. Yeah, yeah. You, you also need to know about that for context. <laughs> Seal Team Funky Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so when Mark Wahlberg went from the Funky Bunch to playing yeah, Home exactly. Survivor, you could really appreciate his transition and his growth <laughs> as an actor. <laughs> so I'm in. I'm flying back from my trip to Honduras to uh, work with Warfighter Scuba, mm-hmm. and I'm in the Pittsburgh airport, and I see a guy that looks just like Marcus Luttrell. Which could have been his identical twin brother, who was also a seal. So <laughs> well, don't get ahead of me. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. And this guy's massive. He's like six mm-hmm. five, like you know, two hundred and sixty pounds. He's and a huge dude. Yeah. yeah, he's like just massive. And then I looked next to him, and then there was another guy who looked even more like Marcus Luttrell. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, two Marcus Luttrells. That's too too many. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a second, he's got a twin brother. Yeah. And so I, I walked up to him and I was like, excuse me, sir. And we we're at, at the, the airport, uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And I was probably about 10 feet back because I know any combat that six feet around you at all times is a dojo. A, a thousand percent. Yeah. So, and him being, you know, him. Yeah. Made that 10 feet. Absolutely. <laughs> He's yeah. a big guy. He has a Navy cross. You give him 10 feet. Yeah. And so I was like, excuse me, sir. And he like whipped around with murder in his eyes. Of course, as he should. And I was like, uh, sir, excuse me. Are, are you Marcus? And he's like, yeah, brother, what's going on? Put it there. And he That's, good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we get to talk, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I run some social media, and I do post He's like, "Yeah, I've heard of you," and I was like, "Oh my god, oh, oh my, my god, god, oh my god!" And then he just like skipped away. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was massive. We we took a selfie together, yeah, and I sent it to you. Like, I look like his kid brother. You immediately sent it to me. You're like, who, "Look who I just met. He's still standing next to me." <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of rude. Yeah, exactly. I asked if we could Facetime. He said no. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'm sending this to my buddy who's an RP. He's like, what's an RP? I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that adds up. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, how does this 
big ass dude yeah. get through swim training. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, some of the squeals I know they're they're on the larger side. I think the same thing all the time because like all their training is endurance in the water and, and running and stuff. It's yeah. like, how did you make it through buds? There's no way. Like you're too big. Just like physically too big. Yeah, the amount exactly. of calories you would need to sustain yourself. Have you ever seen the seal delivery vehicles? Those little subs that they shoot the operators in. Yeah. They are tiny. No time for fat seals. No, I um. I, uh, I I know exactly what you mean because I've 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 seen some of them do like the uh, like the Zodiac uh, boat PTs. Yeah. Um. When I was at my uh, my last base, and uh, it's just kind of funny because you'll see the ones that are like five two, and then the ones that are like six five. Yeah. Yeah. And so the ones that are like five two have like their arms like fully locked out. <laughs> of, and for those of you who can't see us, I'm doing the motion. His arms are fully locked. Fully locked. Yeah. Like my pull-ups should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you did perfect pull-ups. Oh, God, no. Oh, oh wow. My, wow. I got these long gorilla arms, you which do, is yeah. great for fighting, terrible for pull-ups. That's why I like my short little dainty arms, because I can do a lot of pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, masturbation. Yeah, for sure. That's what trains me, it trains me to do pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me grip strength. Switch off. That's right. And... Uh, yeah, so this dude's massive, and I'm like, yo, how the how the how the hell did you make it through like sniper school and you know, yeah, all this other stuff, which is like when we were talking to Kyle Carpenter, Hard uh, Flex Melvon recipient on our last podcast, MDD, download it, best-selling author yep. and our best friend, I dare to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he won't return my calls, but whatever. No, he probably won't ever talk to us again. <laughs> but uh, no, he's a he's a sweet guy, super nice guy. But he was a saw gunner. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, littlest guy, machine gun, Marine Corps mentality. Yeah. And it's like, biggest guy, clandestine. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> we need you in a ghillie suit and just to perch up on that mountain. <laughs> That's <laughs> with, it. With Marsock. With Marsock. <laughs> Marsock in the mountains. I th- it's so funny. I was telling that... Uh, like I get a lot of messages about that. I think that's a really funny line, but it's funny because like that's a story that happened to me, and I don't think about it enough. But if I take myself out of that situation, that is a really funny story. Like uh, my buddy, who's uh, the RP for you, your unit back in the day, he told a story about how uh, they were in some building and like the, the streets were getting restless with a bunch of people, and he actually got the order to fix bayonets, which is like the most fucking badass thing I've ever heard. Nothing happened, but he they had the order to fix bayonets. And I bring that yeah. up to him every time I talk to him. He's like, it's so funny. I never think about that. I was like, I think about it every day of my life. <laughs> you had the order in Iraq to fix bayonets. That's the most boss thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that that is pretty dope. I mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my first deployment, I had a saw. My second deployment, I had an M16-203. Yeah. So there's no possible way to fix bayonets. <laughs> you just tie a K-bar at the end of it. Yeah, no, I just carried a machete on my hip. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Machete. Machete. <laughs> And I mean uh, Danny Trejo, the actor. Yeah, I, he's a, not a very tall guy, so I had him in a drop pouch. <laughs> Always ready. Always yeah. ready to unleash Danny Trejo. <laughs> like you see, like the Israeli SF guys who have the canines and like the sling pouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they sling their assault dog. It's just Danny Trejo, just <laughs> just just with a machete, just covered in tattoos, just waiting to be unleashed. Yeah, I just uh, I have to slip him the uh, jalapeno cheese spread. Absolutely. Well, yeah, he doesn't. He does, yeah, Danny Trejo doesn't work for free. Although you, you would think <laughs> from his career as an actor, some of those movies definitely he did for free. But did you know? <laughs> Speaking of randomly, Danny Trejo. Do you know he has a taco shop in L.A.? No, we have to go. That's what I said. First time I heard that, I was like, I'm I'm on my way, Danny. And we'll get there. And he's just like, you think I like <laughs> yeah, yeah. cheese with jalapeno? Yeah. <laughs> and then he just slices both their heads off. Yeah. Which uh, Puerto Ricans are not known for our spices. So I... Right. 
people are always like, what, you're Mexican? You like cheese spread with jalapeno? And think, I'm like... I think the only person that calls you Mexican's AJ. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I, I would get a lot, particularly when there would um, be the race wars in the old unit. Right, right. Like, you know, all the all, all the black guys and all the white guys mm-hmm. would, you know, get into it. And you, was, you know, usually well-natured. Usually. It, so there's always, there's always that yeah. one big corn-fed dumb fuck who takes it too far. Yeah. Every single time. And then the one dude who grew up in the projects. Yeah, yeah. You know, who... Uh, <laughs> is not willing to hear that shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of what makes the military so beautiful is the diversity. We would go and visit each other's hometowns on extended weekends, yeah. uh, you know, 96-hour Liberty Blocks, and yeah. we'd really get to see um, different walks of life. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, whenever that would happen, or, you know, they're talking about, like, oh, you know, who's the greatest basketball player of all time, Larry Bird or... You know, uh, Michael Jordan. Larry Bird, but go ahead. <laughs> and then all the white guys would be like, yeah, Sharp, your last name's Sharp. You have blue eyes, you're clearly white. And then all the Hispanic guys and black guys would be like, no, nah, you used to live in Puerto Rico. Your mom's Puerto Rican. You're over here with us. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody wants me until there's a race war. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not white enough for the white people. Right. I'm not tan enough for the beige people. Like, yeah. Who will claim Dan nobody. Before, before a race war? Yeah. And so we... um we've had a lot going on recently and in the country and we wanted to take the, the opportunity to say that, uh, you know, the military kind of makes you look past through a lot of those things. And so you may not personally feel that there's a problem or that anything's going on, but with all things, it's important to be considerate of other people's uh, opinions. And we're all very aggressive. We're all the kind of people like to state our opinion and no bullshit and stuff like that. So when you are having you know, debates with other people, which you should always try to remember that it's a debate, it shouldn't be an argument. Yeah, yeah the yeah. purpose is to learn information. Yeah, or you know, share your information with people who don't have it. And so people, these people don't know you. They don't. They don't know how you come off. They don't know your tone, especially if it's through text. Mm-hmm. They don't know if you're being sarcastic or aggressive or what tone, because you usually read things in the emotions you are currently in. Yeah, absolutely. It's it is funny. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say my piece on it real quick. Yeah, and sure. I'll, I'll let you dive into it. But when it comes to what like uh, our society is going through, and like you said earlier, this happens like every four years, so it's not going away. But um, I think a lot of the people who are so one side or the other when it comes to like their beliefs and they usually have hate behind their heart when they say stuff. I mean, that is the definition of privilege. Like people who say like, well, it's never affected me. Well, it's not about you. Like none of this is about you. And if you're taking it to heart, trying to make it about you, then that is the definition of privilege. And I I feel like a lot of people are blind to that. They're just throwing their privilege out there and saying, well, it's not affecting me or my family or my friends. So why should I care about it? You don't have to care about it. You just don't get to speak on it. I get that. And there are people out there that they're like, well, you know, uh, you know, I've had a hard life too, and that's not what it means. It, it, uh, you know. And so, if anybody you kind of has an impulse to turn this off, then you know, just, uh, just at least hear us out before you make a decision. Yeah, I'm done talking, but go ahead, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, my mom, being Puerto Rican, she didn't want to teach me Spanish because she didn't want me to have an accent because you know she had experienced racism from it. Mm-hmm. And so, I grew up in you know, poor neighborhoods. I've lived in battered children's shelters. I've had three different last names. I've had to walk my sisters to food banks to get bread. Like I, I, I grew up pretty rough. And so for me going into a, a grocery store or convenience store, I always kept my hands out of my pockets. I always stayed in, you know, the sight of cameras, uh, walking, you know, home from doing whatever you get pulled over by a cop and three more squad cars come on. That was just like, Oh, well this is a rough neighborhood. Like I understand they're just trying to be safe. Yeah, absolutely. 
And so like I had gone through all these things and I, I never realized that at a time that, you know, I was being profiled because of where I lived. And so instead of saying like, oh, well, your argument is invalid because I've also been profiled. What I will say is that, no, I can understand where you're coming from. And instead of trying to make this, you know, one side versus the other one, it's everyone versus prejudice. Yeah, absolutely. And so find where you can relate to people and start the conversation there. Don't start the conversation with how you're different. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's, again, I, I talked about this on, before we started and I knew you wanted to dive into this stuff, but uh, I mean, me being active duty, there's only so much I can say about stuff. And then also like, I don't know, I feel like it's all common sense. Like this whole situation is common sense. Like it stemmed from uh, just pure hate, like something like this, uh, I don't know. I don't know how some people can see it one way, even though the evidence is right in front of them. Yeah. And we've had, you know, half a dozen or if not more cops on the show. So clearly we're not anti-cop or anything. I'm not anti any. I'm anti-geese. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-pulling out. <laughs> well, <laughs> and so um, the the idea is that like, you know, they say like, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, only a few bad apples. Well, the rest of that expression is a few bad apples spoils the bunch. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we will applaud those who have you know stood against wrongdoings that they've seen. Yeah. And we'll, we'll say that. And then also to the fact where, you know, if when it comes specifically to the case of George Floyd, if I had done that to an Iraqi terrorist that yeah. we had detained, I would be in the brig. Absolutely. No questions asked. It would be a war crime. EGA revoked, war crime, yeah. like loss of rank, forfeiture of pay. I would be in the brig for the rest of my life. For sure. So the fact that he was an American citizen and was treated that way, you understand that. Now, granted, should people be throwing uh, bricks at police horses? Absolutely not. No. Should people use this as an, op- an opportunity to sow chaos so they can you know go home and jerk off about their mediocre life? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. However the fundamental principle that America was founded on is that you are allowed to say when you're not happy about something. Yeah. So all that boils down to is if you have an opinion, you have to ask yourself, do you know who your congressman is? Do you know who your city council representatives are? If you're angry about something, do you know what specific law is in place that's preventing that? Or is it a departmental code? You need these pieces of information. You can't just send Facebook uh, memes or Twitter snapshots and stuff like that to argue. You need stats. You need uh, statistics. Like when I was up there with a the toxic exposure bill, I can't be like, oh, well, you know, uh, this meme that I made says that, you know, 47,000 veterans die a minute from suicide and we need to fix that. Yeah. Like, no, like you need information. And granted, I know the more you look into things, the harder it gets. With more knowledge comes more sorrow, more wisdom comes more grief. The more you start to pull back, um, you start to peel the surface back, you will discover that there are a lot of ugly things out there. Absolutely. But you can't turn a blind eye to it. And, you know, sometimes I ask myself after, you know, however many deployments, however many wars, like what, what do I still have to give in order to earn my place in this country? Yeah. You should, I, I feel like the human race, the kind of the meaning of life is to give back. Like you should never stop giving. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a long race. And, you know, just because, you know, you have sacrificed, you have served doesn't necessarily mean that you shouldn't stand for justice when you see it. I like it. So to reiterate, don't be a piece of shit. Support good cops. Call out bad ones. And try to relate to each other where you can connect. Because you'll get a lot further by trying to convince somebody of the the merit of your argument than you will by trying to convince them that they suck. 
Yeah. And it costs zero dollars to be a good person, even when it's not trending. Just do it. Oh, totally. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And also, don't be so quick to believe everything you see on social media. Fucking A, yes. I know firsthand uh, that people will post things and it would be the complete opposite of what's going on in real life. A hundred percent, yes. So don't don't be so quick. And as we were talking about earlier, do your due diligence. If you see something that shocks and appalls you, do the research. Find out if it's true or not before you vocalize. Because I think we should honestly normalize saying, I'm not educated enough on this subject to speak Give me a moment to research. I like it. I think there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, look, I don't know about this enough to have an opinion, but give me a minute and I will. I like it. Because, like, there'll be times where I'm looking, like, I'm discussing something with someone. They'll bring up something. I'm like, hey, put a pin in that. Mm. And then 30 seconds of furious Googling, I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then you turn off Pornhub. You're like, what are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and, And then also that being saying, be careful of who your sources are very true there's nothing wrong with asking somebody for their source if they can't if they can't produce uh an authentic uh reliable source then their argument is it's a glass house you know yep so um (laughs) in addition to that uh we also would like to thank combat comb over yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah for (laughs) helping us with uh the sponsorship and helping this uh, show keep going we completely forgot to do a commemorative 69th edition because I think it's our 71st episode now. Oh, we, yeah, we missed Completely. That's yeah. how mature we are. Yeah, exactly. And how yeah. dumb we are. Because <laughs> if we had remembered it at the time, we absolutely had done something totally juvenile and hilarious. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think that's more to the fact that I, uh, I I can't really count that high. That's true, yeah. And I refuse to count, because counting's for nerds. Yep. Because it's math. Remember, 8 times 8 is 64, and no numbers after that exist. That's all you need to know. That's all I need to know. Look at you, doing just fine in life, not knowing math. (laughs) (laughs) The only date I need to remember is November 10th, 1775. There we go. The Marine Corps birthday. Came alive in a gay bar. Okay, that was a duffel blog article. Well, okay, I'm just saying. (laughs) Do your research. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, no, I did my research, because I was getting tired of seeing that and the crayon jokes. Both of those completely unwarranted. Yeah. The crown jokes are fucking annoying at this point. You know, and especially like the um, like the the pick me girls that are like, oh yeah, look, yeah. I'm a marine, I'm chewing on a crayon, yep, haha, yep. like I'm so dumb. Uh, <laughs> like, really? <laughs> like have some self respect. Yeah, for God's sakes, you are part of the few and the proud. Quit TikToking. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> I like TikTok though. I again, the app. Yeah. I've seen a lot of hilarious and clear. Again, it's Vine reincarnated, and it makes me happy that there are this many creative people out there putting yeah, out yeah. quality, funny, or informative content. But if you're trying to be sexy in uniform over a fucking song, just stop. Just stop it. It's annoying. Yeah, just try to be sexy without a shirt like Mike does. That's right. Yeah, you don't see me thirst trapping with my uniform because I take my shirt off to do that. <laughs> I don't see. I really don't think I do. I take. I've owned up to this. I take mm-hmm. pictures in uniform a lot because I'm in the military and I wear a uniform. Yeah. But the day you see me doing like a transition into uniform on a TikTok is the day you can kill me because I've been dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dead inside a thousand percent. There will never. I I can't stress this enough. I don't like the way they're doing it. I'm all about creating content, especially military-based content. We we've, we've designed a whole platform behind that. But the second you try to use it to act like you're superior or to try to be sexy or just, I don't know, just something disrespectful to the uniform, then you need to take a step back. I personally think that we should uh, abolish all uniforms that aren't utilities. 
I agree. We should all look like janitors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know this is will be a bit controversial, but with the exception of uh, getting drunk in Las Vegas and mm. my dress blues, there has never been a good experience that ever came from any of my uniforms that weren't camouflage. Interesting. Because think about it. When do you wear your alphas? When you're in trouble. Yeah. When do you wear like your, your service Charlies? Fridays. <laughs> Fridays for duty, for change yeah. of command ceremonies. Yep. Like, the whole service uniform is bullshit. I agree. Like, the fact they're like, well, wh- wh- what are you going to wear for a ceremony? Why are we doing ceremonies? <laughs> like, why is there so much pomp and circumstance? Like, we're a killing force. Yeah. Why do I have to go out there and dress right dressed? You sound not fucking lame, that sounds. It is lame. This isn't the Civil War anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we. That that's another point. I think people kind of forget the fact that, like... Ah, 600,000 white men were killed and maimed ending slavery, but... Uh, uh, oof, all right. <laughs> Here this goes. A lot of people forget that. I, hey, I've never forgotten it, and I don't bring it up ever. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, uh, people immediately assume that you have some agenda behind it. It's true. It's true. Any, I feel like anything... Yeah, that's why, that's why when people are fucking with the National Guard and the Army and the protests, it's like, do you not realize those are the people who ended yeah. like slavery in this country? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't uh, some fucking TikToker or some fucking hippie <laughs> with a beanie. Like, it was a dude, a motherfucker with a bayonet yeah. that captured a fucking, uh, an enemy position. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's how we kept the union whole. Abolish TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, why the fuck are we doing so much ceremony and so much um, fucking shit that you need to wear uniforms for i don't know like the amount of time that i spend polishing shoes and fixing ribbons and stuff like that could i have dedicated that to my craft sure absolutely could i have dedicated that to personal development or leadership training yeah like why are we doing all this it just doesn't make sense i don't know man i don't like it any more than you do like i don't like the the idea that military does parades and stuff like to me it just seems unnecessary i don't know there is a lot of uh just of the military culture and culture in America as a whole, there's a lot of hero worship that goes on. And I absolutely feel like you should uh, appreciate and support your police force, your firefighter force, your military, all that stuff. But because you wear a uniform and you look sharp, doesn't mean you're a hero. doesn't mean you're a good person. You're usually a pretty bad person. I know a lot. Some of the worst people I've ever met in my life are in the military and they're not even good at their job. So, and those are, oh, the yeah, kind of, totally. the, and those are the people who are, you know, TikToking and fucking going home, telling war stories that never happened. And I don't know. I just posting a, a car selfie in uniform with, uh, saying like, oh yeah, you know, despite all the haters and stuff like that, I mean, right. I continue to be real, even though the fakest person ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and all the people in the comment, like, yeah, you're amazing. You're a wonderful right. person. Like, no bullshit. You don't know who that person is. Exactly. Like, they're usually a bad person. Anybody who usually. needs to drive a narrative of how good of a person they are on social media, they're probably a bad person in real life. Yeah, I think the majority of our social media is us talking about how big of a piece of shit we are. Exactly. I come on this podcast and I talk about my dick for 60 minutes yep. and then we put it out to the public. I, I will never sit here and say I'm anything more than what I am. I'm in the military and get paid to be in the military. That's it. I'm not a great person. I'm not a bad person, but I'm not I'm not a hero. I'm not somebody who deserves to be celebrated any more than any other person. Well, I mean, there's a couple villages in Afghanistan that think you're the Grim Reaper. (laughs) They may disagree with the fact that you're not a bad person. Just because I told them that. (laughs) See, again, I'm lying to villagers. (laughs) I'm a bad person. Follow me, though. Yeah, follow me, though. (laughs) You'll get that Wi-Fi password. (laughs) That would be insane. Like, can can you imagine that? Like, you're doing a fucking push. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, 2005, we're doing um, 
massive push on the Syrian border. It's like the third largest conflict of the entire war. Mm-hmm. And some dude had a TV on, and there was CNN recovering, uh, covering the the push we were doing. Yeah. It was one of the most surreal fucking uni- uh, moments of my life. Yeah. Seeing my unit on CNN <laughs> while we were doing the push. And then somebody was like, get out of my way. And then muzzle thumped it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to stand in my way. Give it up. We're doing this my way. <laughs> Can't clear that song. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so can you imagine that? Like being in like some Afghani's house and you're like, yo, let me get that Wi-Fi password. Yeah, absolutely. And they're like, um, it's fuck USA. Yeah. And you're like, oh, really? Yeah. Is that a capital or <laughs> <laughs> you got any mirrors in here? Because I'm feeling muzzle thumpy. That's right. As soon as the Wi-Fi connects, I'm TikTok in this muzzle thump. <laughs> <laughs> Going to put a boomerang on it. <laughs> That's right. And then somebody else record the the Iraqi or the Afghani's reaction. Yeah, <laughs> that needs to be a YouTube. Uh, Afghani's react to their homes being destroyed by service members. <laughs> Mister, <laughs> Mister, why? why? <laughs> oh man! All yeah. right, so I think that's about it for us. Yeah, I'm good. I need to turn the air back on here. I'm starting to sweat. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just from the uh, the spiciness of the uh, the conversation. No, it's from the alcohol in my system trying to leave. <laughs> Like a ghost. (laughs) From the flu. (laughs) From the flu, yeah. I have the walking flu. (laughs) All right, so bye. Bye. If you have a batshit crazy story that you want us to read on the show, shoot us an email at info at popsmokemedia.com. Also, check out our social media. You can shoot us DMs there. Stay up to date on all the latest Smoke Pit news. Also, check out our merchandise at popsmokemedia.com. Give this podcast five stars. We'd appreciate it. And share it with your friends. 